David. Can you just go ahead and start with the uh, the COVID list? I saw curse came off. But any uh, anyone else go on? Uh, no, have no COVID uh, updates report. Um, Lunda will be back uh, tomorrow, and then we'll be at uh, full staff. Mike, this this being your first playoff appearance with this franchise, can you speak to the significance of that? Does it come in in the the play style and the culture you established to get here? Or do you view it strictly what it is you accomplish from this point forward as far as any significance to be this being your first time for it? I, I think it's very important, uh, obviously, to, you know, you're, you're talking about building a program. It's, you know, at the end of the day, it's about winning. Uh, you know, so, you know, phil philosophically, this is, you know, definitely a, another another you know, block in the buildings in the building blocks of, 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 of what you want to accomplish you know obviously you want to be in this position every year uh, but this is our first time and you know I, I think it really uh, you know we, we had such a great philosophy ride on Monday and Wednesday I was hoping for a break today I thought maybe we could talk about the game that we're getting ready to play but uh, yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's 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 all part of what you're trying to establish. But you know, at the end of the day, the, the, these are the games. I mean, these are the most important games. Uh, we all recognize uh, what we need to do Sunday to get to the next round. So, um, and you know, philosophically, it's it, it's definitely part of the climb. Mike, with the experience that you guys say you have, and certainly Dad has, of being in the playoffs and and, and certainly getting to the Super Bowl. How does that help this team? How can you what, what can you give uh, Dak and these guys who've never gone that far? How do, what kind of edge can you give them going to the playoffs? I think just like anything, so much about your success uh, this time of year is, is based off your confidence and in, in, in not only the portrayal of confidence, but your ability to impose the will uh, on the opponent come Sunday. So I mean, I I think the best thing that I can do is to keep. You know, keep the emphasis on the regularity. Uh, keep the emphasis on you know who we are, how how we built our season. Um, you know how how we're going to approach San Francisco, and just you know just keep everybody you know on track here through the preparation part of it. And then you know obviously the performance is the most important part of it, and you know being the ability to to peak and and make the adjustments and it, it just really just keep everybody focused on what's at hand. Um, it, it's. You know, we don't, we don't need to, you know, create a bunch of new plays or new defenses, you know, or, 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 or you know, take a bunch of unnecessary risk. Uh, but, you know, we're definitely, uh, you know, the energy's been really good. I, I was very pleased with the focus and the energy yesterday at practice. I, I thought the, the quality of the video was definitely what you're looking for coming out of a Wednesday practice. You know, we'll, we'll pad it up today, so we'll have the padded practice today, and um, so. It's just really keeping our eye on a, you know, keeping our eye on the ball and, and, and make sure we, we really do stay where our feet are and all those nice cliches, but more more importantly, make sure those cl cliches are defined and emphasized and continuous throughout the week and most importantly on Sunday. Mike, on that note of the energy, Demarcus Lawrence was telling us yesterday how he feels like I think he said the Lord sat him down earlier in the season and said it wasn't his time, but now it is his time and he's just so grateful to be back with the playoff team. How have you seen his mentality, I guess, 
rise even more this week for the playoffs? And how do you see him appreciate being able to play after the time he missed? You know, I, I, I enjoyed the perspective that he, that he just gave you because he's definitely exemplified that. He, he has been such a huge uh, shot in the arm uh, for our football team. You know, obviously we all respect and admire, you know, D-Law for the way he plays and, and, and how good of a player he is. But um, I think just like all of us in life, I, I think when something is taken away from you momentarily and you, you have the, op the opportunity to get it back, you, you just have such a higher appreciation uh, for it. I think the, the things you took for granted, you know, whether it's the meetings or the walkthroughs or the, or the, or the padded Thursday practice, uh, just become so much more relevant, and and I think he clearly exemplifies that. I mean, he's um, he's been so dialed in, and, and I think the time away really gave him a chance to to refocus and clearly understand, you know, how important this opportunity is for him. But you know, the reality of is, it, you know, these 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 are hard to come by as a football team. There's a lot that goes into putting yourself in this position. You know, every team that's in the playoff is so deserving, and and. And it's, you know, it's, you look at some of the games, uh, you know, I, I was a fan just like everybody else Sunday night and watching these games come down to the wire to see who, who was eventually going to get into the playoffs. So you just have such a higher appreciation for that. And I think uh, the Marcus has definitely has shown that continuous since he's been back. And on a lighter note, CBS will be simulcasting this game on Nickelodeon. As a father, what goes through your mind when you hear that? Is there Nickelodeon on at the McCarthy household? And... Sean Payton got slimed after the win last year. Would you be willing to get slimed if y'all win? Well, I'd be willing to get signed? Slimed. Oh, slimed. Okay, obviously I haven't been on Nickelodeon lately. Um, so I don't, know. I don't even know what slimed is. Rich, you going to help me out here? Well, well. All right. Well, hey, anything for the children. I'll just say that. So. <laughs> Uh, Mike, we saw Tyron's name on the injury report with a knee as well. Is that something new or was something he's been dealing with? And then with McEwen in the neck, did that pop up again? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it was just on a couple weeks ago. I just think those are things that they've been dealing with. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, ha I have no reservations about either one of those guys. And then you, you told us uh, in the end of the season, you cut back practice time uh, to make sure guys are fresh. When you get to the playoffs, do you keep that the same or do you kind of add back in um, to what you – Maybe we're doing earlier in the season. Uh, we added a little bit back in. I mean, there's just some things you just want to make sure that you, you you cover, and it's more in the areas of fundamentals. So, um, but yeah, it's it's close. The the time frames that we're operating in are very similar to our winter schedule, as I refer to it. So, uh, but yeah, we have added some of the the fundamental work back in just to make sure that the, the position coaches and you know and, and, and John Fossil, you know, we we have a chance to just. I just like like anything. You can emphasize a number of things in meetings, but you know it's the most important part of our day is what we do at practice. So we'll be close to what what, what you all have seen here in the last month. Like you said, after the Philly game, video crew got wiped out with COVID. Are they back? They're back. Uh, yep, we're back. We're full strength. So how did you make that adjustment? Because it was obviously before a ball game, and then you got prepared for. Well, I, I give Mike a lot of credit. I mean, just, you know, the staff that he had in place there, I mean, they adapted. So, no, it's, it, uh, you know, initially when we were coming back from Philadelphia, we didn't think we were going to have the video available uh, on the flight, but that wasn't the case. So, uh, I thought they did a really nice job adjusting. And so, we, yeah, we're back at full strength. Lunda, Wells, what is his O-line experience? How does that, that O-line experience show up in his room with his work with his tight ends? 
Well, I think when you look at the tight end, you know, job responsibility, um, you know, clearly O-line components are part of it, you know, obviously in the, in the, in a, in a run game and the protection. So, I mean, I think his, his experience, uh, definitely, and, and, and frankly, the, you know, the coach he had a chance to work with too, uh, Mike Solari, I've known Mike since the, the mid nineties. Uh, he's as fine as a, fine of a, just coach, purely coach or O-line coach that, you know, especially for a young coach to have an opportunity to work with someone, you know, with Mike's expertise. So, uh, but you can see the, you know, the experience uh, that he's had and how he's carried it over and, you know, obviously does an excellent job in the passing game too. But yeah, it's, uh, I would say his line, his offensive line experience are, are, are really things you see in his fundamental teaching, the way he teaches the progression. I mean, he's extremely, extremely detailed, has great energy every day. Um, and, and I think just, uh, I think, you know, his, his tight ends would echo, you know, the impact that he's had on, you know, on their careers too. So it's, it's, it's a great room. I mean, those guys, they, they put in all the extra work. They would, frankly, they, they work almost like quarterbacks. You know, you see Dalton and those guys up here all the time. Uh, so social distancing, of course, but you know, they're here, they're here, you know, making, doing, doing the extra work. Uh, they're the last group that's out there for ball drills and so forth. So you just see a lot of the, a lot of the extra little things that, that he puts into his group and, it, and it's definitely has paid off. And with J-Ron, what's the plan to kind of reintegrate him back into practice? We had the hamstring before, and what does he meant overall to your, this defense? Well, we're going to obviously go as he can go. So, I mean, he's he's uh, he's here today, and you know we'll be we'll be smart with the number of reps he takes today. So, I mean, obviously cognizant of you know what what he's coming off of too. So, I mean, all indications that you know everything's good. You know, I have no, I have no worries, but uh, you know we'll, we'll see how he gets through practice today. Um, you uh, you were asked earlier about D Law. This is a little bit related to that. You know what Dak and Zeke did as rookies, and I'm not trying to suggest they didn't appreciate it then as rookies. But for players, what do you think age and experience do for appreciating the moment and, and having that sense of the time is now? Age and experience is a constant reminder how how damn hard it is to win in this league. Uh, I, I think you experience that every single week. It's hard to win one game, uh, and then you, you know, and, and now the tournament starts, and, and just obviously, you know, the, the win at all cost. You know, it's, uh, you know, you, you can only, you know, advance if you win. So I mean, I, I think that really answers itself. I, I think like anything, you know, the longer you're in this league, you, un you understand you only get so many opportunities. So and I, I think clearly what you have to do to create this opportunity is a big part of. Why you got to stay focused on it going into this game? Um, because we're here for a reason. Uh, we're here for the for the combination of so many things that we've done over the course of the year, and, and we got to make sure we apply that to, to Sunday's contest. But I, I think experience just is a constant reminder and confirms that uh, you know it's difficult to win, and it's definitely these playoff games are extremely difficult. David, sorry about that. Clarence asked you earlier about you know what you can bring Dak and, and Zeke and those guys with your experience. Let me turn that around. What what can Dak bring? What kind of asset is Dak um, as you see it going into this uh, playoff run or attempted a playoff run? Well, I, I think not only you know Dak as a as a as a football player. I think we we it's hard not to talk about him uh, without recognizing his his leadership ability. Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing. Um, that he has to bring, and he asked me the other day. He says, what, "What do you need from me?" And I said, "I need you to keep being 
exactly how you are. I, I don't, you know, he's he does a, a tremendous job of, of being so consistent in his approach and his expression of you know expression of how clear his how his job responsibility is not only to the offense but a football team. So uh, I think the biggest thing is you know you you build this uh, over time. Um, it takes longer to maybe connect uh, with players and coaches and then some, you know, faster with some than others. And, and uh, But at the end of the day, everything you have at this point, you definitely want to throw throw into, you know, this this contest because it's, it's all matters. And, and he is has a tremendous amount invested. Uh, he, he works, you know, tirelessly every single day. And I think the most important thing is just for him to be himself and, you know, just don't try to do too much. Yeah, Mike, I had, I had three or four more philosophical questions for you, but I'll hold them. Yeah, we're on a roll now. Keep it going. I mean, no one else listened to me, you know, before. So. <laughs> um, we've already asked you, but can you talk a little bit more about just the challenge of, of a defending a, a Debo Samuel who can do as much as, as he does? And you've also you've worked with some guys and moved them around positionally, but does he remind you of anyone in his <sighs> – Ability to actually, you know, kind of excel at, at different positions and the way they use them. Well, I mean, he, he reminds me in, in, you know, from a schematic utilization perspective of Randall Cobb. You know, we we used Randall in the backfield, and you know, we, there there was really there wasn't anything we couldn't do with Randall, and, and I think he's the same way. Uh, he, he's uh, he's a dynamic player uh, with the ball in his hands. You know, I mean, also he can throw the ball. I mean, he's you know, you can see that. Uh, creativity is that has no limits uh, with him in their offense. So, and and that's how you have to prepare for him uh, because not only does he you know break tackles and yards after the catch and you know it's they do, their whole perimeter is built that way. It's it's obviously something they've done a great job of emphasizing and the players are definitely uh, have the ability and and it's a constant uh, in their offense. But you know it's he's. He creates the targeting challenges and issues, and, and you know, and that's and that's why you do it. You know, and, and I think it's uh, it's excellent uh, from Kyle's perspective. You know how he utilizes his talent, and um, he's definitely will be a focal point for us. We talk a lot about uh, Zach Martin here, but how good of a season has Tyron Smith had? Uh, he's missed some games for you. Obviously, he's playing nicked up going to the 49er game. Well, I'll just say this. Um, you know, I think it speaks volumes about. Tyron, when you see, you know, when he is in there, uh, you know, it's just how it changes your game plan perspective and, and how you go about planning for your opponent. So, uh, and that's probably about as big as a compliment you can give for your left tackle because, you know, when your left tackle is a mainstay out there, it, it obviously gives you a chance to go in, in some different directions that you may not go if he wasn't out there. So, um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously he's, he's missed some games, but. Uh, extremely consistent, extremely professional. I mean, tough as hell. I mean, obviously the physical part of it uh, speaks for its speaks for itself. Um, but you know, we're we're definitely a different we're we're different on offense when he's in there. So it's great to have him back out there. Mike, maybe it's just anecdotal, but when you get to these playoffs, you know, you see like Philly special, and you see the Patriots have had Edelman throw passes and things like that. Why does it seem like when they get to these spots that trick plays in the playoffs kind of come out you guys have done your fair share of them this year but have you noticed that is that something that teams kind of think this is the right time to kind of bring those things out 
I would say over time, I know it's my, my experiences. I mean, clearly in the last five five years, you see more deceptives. Um, you know, I, I think you can even give some credit to college football. I think, you know, they've, they've done a really nice job, uh, particularly with the spread and some of the things that they do that come off of their base concepts. Uh, so, you know, I, I just think it's like anything, you know, with, with football coaches, they're always looking for an edge and it doesn't matter, you know, where they get it from schematically. So, uh, so I, I think you definitely, is definitely something you see. I think Kellen and, and the offensive staff, you know, the young guys, as far as how they all they research it, you know, week to week, is you know something that's been really good for us. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of uh, seeing something yesterday, putting it in today. I, I, I like to cook it a little more and make sure it's fundamentally and detailed and so forth. But I but I think Kellen as a whole has done an outstanding job of, you know, we have a we have a good menu of, of deceptives. Uh, so. And I think, like anything in this game, it's not—it's not a matter, uh, you know, if you call it, it's, it, you know, when you call it is is a tremendous, important point uh, in the flow of a game. So, uh, but I think it probably, you know, Todd speaks to the type of games you're in. I mean, you got to do whatever you can. You don't want to take anything home, that's for sure. You don't, you don't want to walk off the field Sunday and felt like you you left something on your call sheet. So uh, I think that is definitely part of playoff football. And I think we'll finish up here with Calvin. No, I, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll take one more just in, for Kelvin. All right. <laughs> I'll take one more if we've got time. Go ahead. Mike, I know you talked about Jaron coming back, but can you speak a little bit about how his unique skill set can help against a player like George Kittle? Oh, definitely. George is a huge matchup challenge. I mean, you can see that, you know, uh, weekly and, and just not only you know how to use him, but how he plays. I mean, he's you know he's he's a complete player. Um, you know he and, and obviously the way they jump in and out of two back schemes and one back schemes and, and so forth. And you know and, and obviously the flexibility and the and the, and the variety of what he can do is is, is 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 one of the key parts of that too. So and J. Ron is 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 that guy. I mean he's he's that guy can. You know, can cover um, the the challenging tweener type players, or the you know the bigger physical tight ends, and or the smaller, quicker, you know, guys coming out of the backfield. So I mean, that was something that we saw and was very attracted to when you know, as far as when he played in Detroit last year, and he has just delivered tremendously uh, for us, and, and has been a big part of our success on defense. Thank you. Have a good day. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike.